the podcast with everything paranormal and some things really abnormal. It's the 222 Paranormal Podcast starring your host, Joe the Bro Shortridge. That's me. And moi, Shoddy. Jennifer. I'm here. So, Joe, weirdness. Very weird. Okay, you want to hear it? You want to hear it? We'll get right into it. All right, go ahead. Something very weird happened to me yesterday. No, day before yesterday. I'm driving home. Now, dear listeners, let me tell you my sad, sad tale. I currently am commuting up to my work, which takes me an hour and a half to two hours every day. Yay. Which I'm not happy about, (laughs) but I'm doing it so I can survive. But Making the moolah. Yeah. The moolah rouge. Yeah, I wish. Um, <laughs> so I'm driving home and I'm on the South Florida Freeway. Now, if anybody is from the area, everybody understands. The Southfield Freeway is this portion of the freeway, freeway in Detroit, which is 55 miles per hour. But everybody drives 107 miles per hour. It's a NASCAR race. There's an accident every single solitary day, bumper to bumper, usually a fender bender smash up every single day. And I have to drive this from the beginning of it to the end of it. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going down the highway in a very busy spot, spot, almost an eight mile. And I hear this pop. Scares shit at me. Okay. Oh, sorry. I cussed. No. But it did. <laughs> I thought my phone exploded. Oh, okay. I was like, suddenly like, what the what? Looking around, I looked at my phone. There was like grayish powdery smoke in my car, but <laughs> it was there and it wasn't. I, right. I can't explain it. My phone was fine. My right arm started going numb. Oh, nice. And I'm literally checking myself to see if I had been shot. Yeah. And thought, well, maybe I got shot. And I don't realize it because I'm in shock because everybody gets shot in the South Field. Oh. And. Is that like a hobby? Pretty much. You know, it's Detroit, right? (laughs) So I'm I cannot figure out what happened or where this came from. My phone was fine. So I unplugged it because I had it in the USB port. Couldn't figure it out. Turned the air conditioning off. I'm looking all around the car because I thought, okay, well, maybe something hit the windshield and it just gave me that jolt. But my arm was tingly. It was the weirdest feeling. And then I thought, oh, God, I'm driving. I'm still driving, right? I'm trying to figure this out. And nothing's making sense in my head. And I'm driving and I literally for like a mile thought, Oh my God, maybe I'm dead and I'm just still driving in my death. Maybe I'm really not alive and I'm just driving. And this is how my eternity is going to be spent in my work shirt, driving down the Southfield Freeway for all of eternity in the worst traffic ever, every single day. I I just, I could not, it was the weirdest thing. And then I thought, well, maybe my you know, it's not called a cigarette lighter anymore, but you know that thing. Yeah, where you plug the USB yeah. in. I had the phone charger in there. You know, it's like a two-prong yeah. charger thing. I thought maybe that popped or something because it's not working. 
So maybe it's just the little device that popped or something. I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. But I literally thought I was dead. And uh, that I was just, I was like, and I'm like, I have seriously think I have snapped reality. (laughs) And I'm insane. But I literally thought, oh, maybe I'm really dead. This isn't real. I started biting my lip because I thought I was dead. (laughs) And I was like. I maybe don't realize I'm dead and I'm just still driving down the expressway. Residual haunting for the rest of eternity. Uh, No, please, baby Jesus. That's not (laughs) what I want to do for the rest of eternity. But that was so weird. Like my, like I couldn't fathom it. It was like I was dreaming or something, which is very bizarre. Very, very bizarre. (sighs) I need a vacation. Very badly. Let's go to Aruba. I want to go so bad. I got to get my passport renewed. I had a weird dreams last night. And okay. it's so interesting because Joe and I just decided on this topic, right? Yeah. So it wasn't like planned or anything, but I had the weirdest dreams last night. And I don't know if our listeners, if you guys have weird, weird dreams, but you know, we talked about it before. We just, we <laughs> Joe, my whole family, we have weird dreams. Very and, then, and then we tell each other our weird dreams because it doesn't make any sense. And they last for hours, hours in the dream. I'm sure it's only like 10 minutes or five minutes <sighs> in real life, but. So I had a dream. Okay, I fell asleep about 10 o'clock. At 12.30, I woke up out of a sound sleep because I was having a bad dream. I dreamt that this giant structure was on fire, and it was like an old barn, but like Viking structure, but like made out of wood, and it was really, really large and round and had like two layers and then like a kind of a a witch's hat peak, you know? And it was on fire, and I was like, oh, my God, this is on fire. And it was really scary, and then I woke up. And I was like, woke up, and I was like, must have Googled what a dream, got on my phone, yeah. looked at the dream dictionary about what it means to see fire in your dream. Yeah. Then I fell asleep again. Don't even know, don't even remember turning the phone off or setting it down or anything. And then... <laughs> Like five o'clock in the morning, I wake up because I'm having another dream that I was rushing into this house and it was somebody's house and it was like this old historic home, but it's really tall home. And the people who lived there were in three fake leather, tan, lazy boys. And they were all stretched out in the like living room part, just watching. I'm like, you guys got to get out of here. There's a fire. And I was running from room to room. And I was looking up and I was seeing the staircase and it was on fire. And then I saw the fire like coming through the, it hadn't burned through, but it was coming through the ceilings. And I kept telling these people are not getting out and you got out. And I was like, I gotta get out of here, man. This place is on fire. <laughs> and I woke you up. ran out and you didn't have no clothes or nothing. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Lord, Jesus is a fire. So. I woke up and then I was getting ready for work and I looked at my phone. It was on the dream dictionary. And then I was like, did I look at the dream dictionary in the middle of the night? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't remember that I did it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I did. I was like, oh, my word. Things are getting cuckoo (laughs) up in my boo boo. So weird. Yeah. Weird, weird, weird. But I was have been trying this thing like, you know, this isn't paranormal, but you know, Joe and I are really into like manifestation and affirmations mm-hmm. right now. And we're really just trying to focus on like 
what you think about is what comes into your life, yeah. right? So like, you know, Joe thinks about Reese's peanut butter cups uh-huh. and they come into his life. Yes. No, but, <laughs> you know, we're just really diving Kitty cats. In, yeah, into the um Hundreds oh, why would you of call kitty it? cats like in the, my backyard. Oh. Yeah, I saw them today. They're very <laughs> cute. Um, more of like, you know, it goes along with like some of our like psychic readers and, yeah, and does, people exactly. who do Reiki and mm-hmm. manifestation and changing your life and, and sound vibration and all that woo-woo stuff, but we love it. So I have been trying before I go to sleep to just take some time and just like try to decompress, mm-hmm. right? Try not to have anxiety about the next day and what's going to happen and just try to like push all the stuff out of my mind. And then I was trying to do like where they say you imagine what you want in your life or yeah. how you want your life to be. And then that goes into your subconscious when you're mm-hmm. sleeping. Of course, mine's like, you know, everything's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I've just been trying that and just trying to like see if there's a different way that I can change things mm-hmm. or, or manifest something better or a more normal life i have a very paranormal life not paranormal ghosty paranormal but everything is just weird in my life right and um it's so interesting because joe then says let's do a a show about lucid dreaming yeah how you can control your (laughs) dream i was like yes this fits (laughs) uh, it all ties together see the circle just i just closed the circle the universe what you put out in the universe the universe will send back to you and it it is paranormal in a way because like you said this is how psychics work. This is how, you know, Reiki is energy healing. You're right. putting the energy. You're putting the energy into someone to mm-hmm. heal them, and all that. And you know, with dreams, it all comes around. And like I, I've said many times, the first thing you think of in the morning is how your day is going to be. It's almost like, well, it is like you're setting the tone for the day. Uh, imagine getting up first thing in the morning and you have to go to work and imagine if you had to drive an hour and a half to work and you get up two hours with the construction <laughs> you stub your toe and then the light's not on so you do a face plant right into the wall because you thought that, that was where the door was that's going to control your whole day but if yeah. you get up and the first thing you think of is positive stuff positive affirmation stuff like that gratitude exactly that a lot your day is going to be different like a negative Nancy about things I'm just I need things to change but I have to be in control of the change yes. right and yes. like I just uh, I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying really to be like grateful about things because it's really easy to get swept up in the oh woe is me it's right? easier to get swept up yeah. in that because the way that your brain works is like I've said many times no whatever you Ask your brain, your brain will answer. And it's so easy to be negative. And the thing is, when people are negative over and over and over, their brain actually wires that way to keep them negative because that's the way that they want to be. And when you want to change, it is a job. You have to really struggle because you're changing neural pathways in your brain. And with lucid dreaming, it's a way that you can do that because... You actually are in control of your dream. And if you want to, let's say, go somewhere, let's say I want to go visit Bernie Dexter at her next photo shoot. <laughs> I could lucid dream myself 
into that. Now, I'm not saying that it's like astral projection, mm-hmm. but you're controlling your dream so that you can do that. And now, Bernie Dexter wouldn't see me there and scream and call the cops because there's <laughs> some creep watching her. <laughs> but I would dream that. And with lucid dreaming, you can control your dreams. You can actually learn stuff because you are doing... It's so weird because with lucid dreaming, you're not actually doing the thing, but you're actually doing the thing in your dreams. And it's people, when they lucid dream, it's almost like a meditation. And they have taught themselves how to do things because in their dreams, they're in that reality doing it. It's interesting because you think about... Okay. There's meditation, mm-hmm. there's astral projection, there's um, remote viewing, and lucid dreaming. So it's like, to me, it's like kind of blurs the lines between some of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, really would love to do that because I would love to have like conversation with dad, right? Yeah. Like, that would be like so interesting if I could, I don't know how, how what path, what would be the path? best path would it be lucid dreaming would it be probably astral projection i would imagine i mean i'm just going by this as what my thoughts are because Mm -hmm. i i don't do this stuff at all yeah and like lucid dreaming i was thinking about trying it but i don't know i mean i do know people that do it all the time and they love it Mm -hmm. and i do know people that do it and they learn because it's just like with the life coaching stuff and you know this too but it's just like with the life coaching stuff. You don't project your thoughts into the future as if, well, what if I do this? No, you project your thoughts in the future as in you're already doing it and you'll do that. It's just like with money and all that. If you live your life as if you already have the money, not to spend, and I'm not saying spend, <laughs> but got that covered. <laughs> if you live your life the way that you want to become, you will become that. Yeah. And I think in lucid dreaming, you're doing that. And that's how people learn why they lucid dream. Mm. But the thing is, I think of it this way too, is if you're the one controlling the dream and it's in your mind, how do you learn more than what you already know? Because you don't know that yet. So I don't understand how that works. Maybe there's entities on the other side that are guiding you. You know, it could be your spirit guides or, you know, past loved ones or you know the angels you know maybe they know that you are opening yourself up to that and maybe you're being shown something that's possible which would be awesome Mm -hmm. right show me the winning lottery i'd like to (laughs) i know we're coming up on michigan paracon you know Mm -hmm. four weeks or so oh my gosh the summer is gone man but i know there's somebody that's going to be there that can answer these questions you know maybe like barry white crow he would know yeah barry white crow would know Barry. barry barry white crow would know <laughs> you gotta make a song about that joe i am a rapper yeah. i know right? all i have to do is overdub my voice so bad nobody would actually know blah, blah, blah. Do, do, do. so how oh, sorry how do you get into lucid dreaming how do you put well, yourself in that i know that i've watched videos on it and they say to sit in an upright position at first and all that but how do you actually put yourself into well, they it? They say there's five methods to lucid dreaming or how to have a lucid dream. Okay. You know, it's a technique. It trains your mind to notice your own uh, consciousness. So one is wake-induced wild or wake-induced lucid dreaming. So 
that is basically happens when you direct enter a dream from your waking life. So it helps uh, your mind stay conscious while your body goes to sleep. You'll need to lay down and relax, experience, you know, to the point where you start hallucinating almost. And then when you're just about to fall asleep is when this happens. Now, it takes a lot of practice, right? Like I couldn't just like, oh, today I'm going to do this. I'm sure it's something you got to practice and practice. Oh, yeah. The other one is uh, reality testing. So this one is a form of mental training. It increases metacognition by training your brain to notice your own awareness. Okay, so basically what, what that is, is you actually, in your dream, set up something so that you know you're dreaming. Like, I've heard of people doing this where they said, well, in my dream, I'm going to put my hand through this wall and turn on the light or something. And obviously you can't do that if you're waking up in the middle of the night looking at your dream journal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's a physical thing. Okay. But in the dream, you can do anything you want. Yeah. So to try the reality testing, there's a couple steps you want to do several times a day. Ask yourself, am I dreaming? Check your environment to confirm whether you're dreaming. Okay. Uh, notice your own consciousness and how you're engaging in your surroundings. And then you can set an alarm every two to three hours to remind yourself to do a reality check. Now, I probably needed to do a reality check <laughs> when I thought I was dead and driving down the Southfield <laughs> Freeway, which I did. I like bit my bit your tongue. <laughs> I so bit my lip and I was like kind of poking at myself. I'm like, am I dead? Am I dead? It was just oh, it was so weird. I don't know. <laughs> you should be so glad that somebody wasn't driving next to you and said, hey, your car's red. And you'd be like. I'm dead. <laughs> you can see me. Because <laughs> you'd be like, somebody's telling me I'm dead. Which reminds me. I <laughs> get it now. Do you? Okay. Side note. Uh, sidebar. Rabbit hole. A few years ago, I rode my snowmobile with my brother-in-law and our friend Chris. And we went across the UP, or the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. We rode our snowmobiles Every day for five days oh. from one end to the other and back. Wow. And I'm pretty sure it was almost 2,000 miles or something like oh that. Oh, my God. Okay. While we were up there, my dad needed some work on his air compressor, so he called our friend Mamba. Now, you have to understand Mamba. Mamba is Mamba. Rest in the peace, first Mamba. Day He's me in and, heaven right now. Yeah. First day me and Mamba went out on his boat, we ran out of gas because he said the gas gauge has been full for years. But anyhow, <laughs> dad calls him and Mamba never answered his phone. He always let the, the, re, the recorder, which was literally a recorder, and he always said, hello, Billy can't come to the phone right now, but please please leave your name and number. He'll call you back. Thanks. <laughs> that was recorded by a kid that is an adult and has kids by now, but he still used the same recording. But anyways, <laughs> dad called Mamba and said, Mamba, Joe's dad, give me a call. Because he needed to work on his air compressor. Well, Mamba heard. Mamba, Joe's dead. Give me a call. <laughs> so instead of trying to get a hold of us, <laughs> Mamba proceeded to call everybody we know and say that I died. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, my God. I'm all choked up. <laughs> and so we're up north chilling in a, in the um, casino we stayed at because we stopped at Christmas. Oh, okay. And I've never been to that And our hotel was in, Christmas, in the casino at Christmas. So we're chilling out, all of a sudden the phone rings, and we did have cell phones. I probably had a flip phone back then, but yeah. we had cell phones. And it was our friends that were having a dinner with the mayor and the city officials, 
and they canceled the dinner because Joe died, and I didn't know I died. <laughs> they canceled the dinner. The mayor even knew about it. They called and said, what's wrong? What's going on? And we're like, nothing. We're just chilling. And they're like, well, how did, what happened to Joe? And Rick's like, nothing. He's sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> so about two months later, the city was putting on a chili cook-off. The mayor okay. was there. I walk in and I hear the mayor yelling, Joe's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I never met the mayor, but he knew all about me. Oh my God. That is so anyways, oh, we got years, years of that. Joe's yeah. dad. <laughs> Joe's dad. So who knows, Jen, you could have been driving down the road and some guy looks at your red car and go, hey, you're red. <laughs> you're no. red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But in your dream, you could die and see what happens after you die. You know, that's weird. Bingo. Bingo. Bazingo. I, you know, because I've commuted for like almost 20 years and sometimes I would zone out oh yeah and daydream and not realize that how i even got to work yeah not even remember like i didn't fall asleep but i was just so and it's so repetitive and i was just like you're on autopilot every time yeah and i noticed that i'm like how did i get in fifth gear (laughs) i had no no idea i found myself driving you know from a show coming home from a show Mm -hmm. and back when i had the jeep i would drive home from shows with yeah, the top down crazy. and all that. Yeah. Because I'm coming home at three in the morning and no one's out and I'm driving. And I realized that I drove like three to four miles looking at the stars, never looking down at the road. Oh, jeez. And that's the same thing what you're saying. It's I like know. you zone out. Yeah. You got to be careful. Like. So anyways, back to lucid dreaming. Okay. Uh, what step are we on? Okay. We're on two. All right. Going into three. So part of the step two, reality testing, you know, you check your breathing, you check your hands, you check time, and um, you do that multiple times a day. And then you can induce lucid dreaming that way because you like, okay, am I doing this now or is it real? The third one is called wake back to bed. Now this involves entering the REM sleep while you're still conscious. Oh. Um, you set an alarm for five hours after your bedtime. Okay. You go to sleep as usual. Which is like what they call the witching hour. Mm-hmm. Then when your alarm goes off, you stay up for 30 minutes and enjoy a quiet activity like reading. Fall back asleep. Then when you go back to sleep, you're more likely to do lucid dreaming, which is probably why I was on my phone in the middle of the night <laughs> and then had another dream about fire. Um, and then while you're awake, you choose to, to, to do any activity that requires full alertness. Now, let's see. Number four is monomic induction of lucid dreamings. I have no idea what that means, okay. but I'm going to tell you guys. Right. Um, so basically this behavior is called prospective memory, which involves setting an intention to do something later. Now we kind of talked about intentions before. In this method, uh, you will make the intention to remember why you're dreaming. And as you fall asleep, you think of that recent dream. And then you identify a dream sign or something that's irregular or strange in a dream to identify, you know, like this is going to happen. Like some people like to do like um, the ability to fly. So think about returning to the dream and then acknowledge that the dream sign only happens when it, when you're in your dream. Then tell yourself the next time I dream, I want to remember that I'm dreaming and recite the phrase in your head. Now, you can also practice this after waking up in the middle of a dream, which is usually recommended as the dream will be fresher in your mind. And then the fifth one is being aware of the meaning of the dream. So basically use like 
you know, what is your focus? What what are you trying to accomplish? Where does you want this dream to take you? So, you know, maybe you want to think about manifest, you know, dreaming about being in a tropical island and what that means to you. And, you know, you kind of open your senses. Like if you're laying there, maybe think about like what the salty air would smell like or the sound of the ocean lapping softly against the waves, the powdery butter soft sand your feet are sinking into it's hot but feels really really good what color is the sand the sand is (laughs) white sugary powdery white and the ocean is super turquoise blue and there's a really warm breeze but you're not sweaty and you're just comfortable and then you sip on your cold pina colada so basically That is I'm setting a picture for setting everything. up the picture of the dream so that you dream that and yes. put yourself into that situation. Yes. Which makes sense. Yeah. You know, or, or, you know, maybe you've experienced something and you want to go back to where like, you know, I went to the Cayman Islands and it was the most beautiful beach I ever been to. Try to put yourself back in that yeah. in that spot in your dream and just relive that. Except for the part where you get a fish hook in your hand because nice. you thought you found a silver coin at nice. the bottom of the ocean and you swim down 10 feet <laughs> and it's actually a fish hook and it gets stuck in your hand and the lady from the resort has to come take it out. Awesome. <laughs> you're like hysterical because you're dehydrated because you've been swimming in the ocean for an hour without drinking any water. True story, bro. Okay. True story. So as you lucid dream, you'll get better and better at this. It does take a lot of work. and But just like anything else, once you start doing it a few times, you'll get better and better at this. And then you can put yourself in those situations where you want to put yourself in the dream so that you do control that dream. Now, one of the most important things that you want to do is to keep a dream journal. And you can get those online, and I, I'm making one right now. <laughs> You're going to get Joey's dream journal. I'm, I'm making one right now. I was working on it a couple of days ago. But it's not available now. So, Oh, congratulations on the book, by the way. Oh, yeah. So Joe's book, The 14-Day Morning Affirmation Transformation, is available on Amazon. And it's selling. And it's selling. So everybody get your copy. I know for a fact, as of today, I sold over 41 copies. Woo! Yay! But anyhow. It's a start. Dream journals. It's really important to keep a dream journal. Because, for one, we forget 90% of our dreams. And if you want a lucid dream, you really need to keep track of those so that you can put yourself back in that situation. I've had weird dreams. Like the ones that stick out, one was very sci-fi. It was, it had a lot of ancient alien, Egyptian type motifs in it. And then there was one where, oh God, I just had this like within the last year. There were these spiritual entities and they were being put back into their um, the place that they came from, but there was like these big empty like bodies that they were putting back in there, and I knew that they were going to be. It was just very weird. It was very ancient aliens. It had a lot of Egyptian thing buildings and stuff in there, so it was weird because I was like, "Is this like a past life regression, or is it it's a dream?" Possible. See, and that's one other thing I wonder about. Or is, is it just fantasy, or is it just? weird stuff you see and your brain mashes it all together yeah i do know that when you dream like faces in your dream are just faces that you've seen along the way in you know during the day or whatever that you don't even think about but 
I've often wondered that because I dream about the same places over and over and I know I've never been there. So are these past lives? And I'm seriously thinking about get a past life what? regression, but I, I'm really careful because we know so many people in the paranormal field. Mm-hmm. I want it done by someone that doesn't know me yeah. at all. Yeah. Because I don't want anything steered a certain way. Right. And when I do it, I'm not going to tell them what I do. I'm not going to tell them, you know, the podcast. I'm not wearing one of our shirts or anything. Yeah. I want a, a very biased one. And if it Unbiased. turns out. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Unless listeners um, knew what you meant. But, you know, when you, when I've talked to people about past life regressions, everybody thinks that you're going to be Cleopatra or something like that. But 99.999999% of them, you're just an ordinary person doing an ordinary job and getting stepped on by a dinosaur or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then Your name was Moog. You lived in a cave. Yeah. And you got eaten by a woolly mammoth. But... I was thinking about this. Okay, if someone becomes good at lucid dreaming, can they sort of astral project themselves into a place that they're going to ghost hunt to see what happens or see the ghost in there before they go there? And then when they do the ghost hunt, they kind of know what spirits are in that building. I don't know. I think it's more of like psychic or premonitions, whereas dreaming is you're just trying to create a scenario. like. Mm, I don't know. That's well, good to think about. I mean, because, like, it's interesting, like, because, like I mentioned earlier, if thought. we're if we're learning stuff in our dreams, if because there's so many stories of people that lucid dream, like Enrique Fermi and mm-hmm. um, the guy with the hair. What's his name? Um, Albert Einstein. Yeah, he would set. No, Alexander Graham Bell used to set a timer. Oh, okay. And he also had a thing where he would. Fall asleep, and when he fell asleep, he would lose something out of his hand. It would hit the floor and wake him up so that he could, you know, uh-huh. invent all this stuff. Well, he was lucid dreaming to invent a lot of his stuff. Weird, because, like, I was watching, you know, how you fall asleep with your cell phone. Yeah, and it hits you on the face. It hits you on the face, and then you wake up, and then you have a black eye, <laughs> and then you <laughs> fall back asleep, and then you have weird dreams about fires. But a lot of people in history have used lucid dreaming mm-hmm. to invent stuff yeah you get in that subconscious state yeah uh, but it goes, i gotta try this tonight just like i said earlier how do you lucid dream something you know nothing about because it's you're controlling the dream so are you astral projecting to a different realm maybe i mean you would have to have some kind of guide there with you because what happens if you don't come out of it Right? Like you zip off to a different plane and then you forget to wake yourself up. I don't know. That's all something I I would love to learn because this is something I don't really know much about. I mean, granted, we looked up some info online and stuff, but I'm just going by what I've talked to other people about and people that do lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely know someone that does remote viewing, but he's awake when he does it. Yeah. But you still have to go and into that meditative state to yeah. get there don't mm-hmm. you so it's it's it's, oh, it's along the lines of the same thing because you're pushing all the thoughts out of your mind mm-hmm. you're uh, yeah i don't know that's interesting yeah I, we'll have to we'll have to ask him about that because i know with lucid dream like i have had dreams while i was awake when i was doing float sessions and stuff mm-hmm. like that because you get yourself into that 
REM state, but you're awake. And it goes back to the same thing when people wake up in the middle of the night, they're still in REM sleep and you can't move. And they think that some like a shadow figure is standing on them or something, Mm -hmm. whether the shadow figure really is, or if you're just asleep, but awake in that, that space where you're in between, where when you do go into REM sleep, you, your body does paralyze, gets paralyzed. There are people that sleepwalk, but 90% of people you're paralyzed. That's why if you wake up during that REM sleep, you'll feel like something sitting on your chest. It's so weird because I, that happens to me where you, you have that sleep paralysis, but only happens when I fall asleep on the couch. And that usually is like, you know, before I go to bed, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I get in my bed, then I'm in a different like state, you know, like a comfort or that. But when I'll be on the couch and I'm like, cannot wake myself up. And I'm having a dream that I'm trying to wake myself oh, okay. up. You know what I mean? And it, it's like, I'm, I'm trying to get up and I can't get up and I can't get up, but I'm in a dream. Yeah. And the, the strange thing about it is we know your house is very haunted and we know shadow figures are in there. And oh all yeah, that. for sure. But, you know, I don't know. Is it? Is it where the shadow figures are holding you down or something? I don't know. I don't feel like they're malicious in in any way like that. I just think they're there. Because remember that one? It just kind of zoomed by us, right? Yeah. It, Almost like it it doesn't even have a clue that. Yeah, but it's so weird because like the one every time I see it, it's going from one bedroom to the other, one bedroom to the other. Now the other night, I forgot to tell you about this. Um, last night or was it this morning? might have been the, no it was this morning because i put on these um pair of shoes and it felt like something was licking my foot remember okay. though no like <laughs> it, i looked down i thought maybe it was like a hair or something was like okay. brushing my left foot and i remember i can't remember who we talked to but they told they said there's two dog spirits oh in really my house there was two men was it the night that you and sarah and chris and them were doing no it stuff? was somebody else and I can't remember. And I'm sorry I don't know. We've to been to so many conventions and that. Th- but there was two females, a male, a boy and a girl, two dogs, spirits in my house. Most of them are just there, right? Like yeah. They just they don't want to be bothered. They don't want to be seen. They just whatever. I don't care, right? As yeah. long as you're not like scaring me, fine. But it was weird. It just I kept looking down. It was just like, what is this feeling? I thought. You know, maybe there was like a hair, you know, stuck in the bottom of my jeans or something tickling me, but it was it was just weird. Well, I mean, <laughs> we've heard so many times and I mean, we've been in investigations where we felt things touching us and yeah. stuff yeah. or cold breezes or spider web effects, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah, it was just weird. I thought, I don't know. I don't know. You never know. Could just be my nerves, right? Could be the tingling yeah. of my nerves. Yeah. But I was kind of hoping to be like a ghost puppy. <laughs> ghost puppy. Ghost puppy. Where's it's puppy? weird though because we've seen so many times where there's ghost cats. Mm-hmm. And they usually ghost cats will come back almost just to say goodbye and then they'll disappear. Yeah. I haven't heard anybody really talk about the pets, the, the dogs coming back. I'm wondering if they're just tied to the other ghosts and like they're like a package deal, right? Like they're just living their happy lives in my little house, right? Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> they could have been there, you know, the first owners or something. You know, the house is 100 years old. So 
You just never know. It's kind of it's kind of cool. Maybe it's Booby. Maybe it's Booby coming back. My bunny rabbit rabbit. passed away, and I found her, and she had no head. That's a whole (laughs) other story. I'll tell you guys another time. Um, We laugh now, but when yeah, (laughs) it was very traumatic at the time. Because now we laugh about it. That rabbit was just like a dog. Yeah, it would. You call it. It would come to you. You you know all that. Yeah, she she was something else. (laughs) But yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'll have to maybe if we see Iris. Oh yeah, the, the pet psychic. psychic. Yeah, she might because I know that when we talked to her, she said that even flies and stuff like that have spoken to her. Okay, I know. Dreaming. So everybody's homework assignment tonight is try to get to bed early, uh, lay in the bed and meditate. Maybe try to predict. Or steer your dreams a certain way tonight. You know, think about something you want to like experience, mm-hmm. or keep it clean. Um. <laughs> hey, if they're there by themselves, who may? But there's tools that you can use to lucid dream. There's different lucid dream websites and stuff. But you can go on YouTube, and now I'm making these. Now that I did, I finally bought a new computer. I can Yay. actually make YouTube videos again. I'm going to start making some, but right now you can go on YouTube and you don't watch them, but there's these videos that you listen to and it's different Hertz wavelengths, Mm -hmm. you know, different frequencies frequencies and stuff, but they do have lucid dreaming ones where um, subliminal messages are put in your mind to dream certain ways. Mm, But I've seen them on there, but there's tons of tools out there that you can use to help you learn how to lucid dream. I just wonder, though, like, is it healthy? I mean, I know it's, like, cool and stuff, but is it healthy? Because are you getting a deep night's sleep? And are you... Or are you busy all night and then you wake up, feel like you ran a marathon? I don't know, because people that I've talked to about lucid dreaming say they love it. They're learning a lot of stuff. You can change your life by learning in your dreams. But are you making a tulpa or are you making an, an egregore, which is a tulpa that actually comes to life? Are you doing that and altering your life in a way that's not healthy in the spectrum that it's almost like the voices in your head are going to take over? Right. I don't know. You know, I'd love to do it, but man, I need my beauty sleep, right? I'm lucky if I get four or five, six hours a night. And, you know, that could take up a lot of your energy, whereas your body needs to shut down, right? To to, I think it does in a way. To regenerate and re, what do you call it? energize yourself yeah but the thing is too is how long are these dreams in real life are they milliseconds and in your dream it's an hour because i've had dreams where i'll wake up and get something to drink get a shot of vodka yeah right do a line um (laughs) no but i'll get up and i'll either go to the bathroom or get something to drink or I'll, I lately I've been waking up with my eyes are really dry and I think it's because the ceiling fans on. Oh, that's probably but it. <laughs> I'll go back to sleep and I'll have this dream that in the dream it's like hours, but in reality it was probably five minutes or so. So maybe these lucid dreams are only a few minutes in reality. But if you could control your dream and become lucid about your dream and actually control that dream, and in the dream you're meditating or you're relaxed or you're like you said sitting on a beach and Mm -hmm. that would you wake up more refreshed and energized i'm gonna try it tonight yeah i'm gonna try it i'm gonna um 
lucid dream myself winning that billion dollar lottery that's uh, happening right now. No, I'm kidding. If you won that, yeah. I'd almost be afraid to win that much money. Yeah. Because think about all the people that want that money from you. Yeah. So How do you I did buy some tickets. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't ever hear from us again. Actually, the, the show. podcast disappears, you'll know. The show comes out after that. Oh. So. We could be if, bazillionaires. If we record our next show in my new studio <laughs> that is set up like a giant living room yeah. in my log cabin. Right. And With the tour bus out front. Yeah. If I'm uh, saying coming to you from our new studio in my log cabin. <laughs> in the middle <laughs> of the woods. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I think it would be really cool because, like, I'd probably buy an old historic home. An I would old definitely. haunted historic I would definitely. home. I've already got that in my mind where during Halloween I would have flamethrowers on the roof so that it looks like <laughs> the... You know, like you think the of house the, is on fire, Joe. No, no, like you think of like an old vampire movie where, oh yeah, you know the house and yeah. there's like flames coming out of top of it. And nice. I've I got this all planned out. See, yeah, he's manifesting it. I'm manifesting it. <laughs> right. I don't know. But try it. Yeah. Let us know yeah, because, and when I finish my dream journal, I will post it and I'll put it on the Facebook page so you let you know and. You know, but like I said, the, the most important thing is when you try to lose a dream is to keep a dream journal so that you know. And I think a, a good dream journal is it's good to have one anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I um I went for a, a period of like writing my dreams down, mm-hmm. but then I get up and try to write them down and like, oh, I got to get up. I got to take a shower. I got to get ready yeah. for work. I got to drive into work, you know, and then you forget your dream. Yeah. So. And see, that all goes back to like my new book. Yes. The 14 day morning, morning affirmation transformation. Pick it up on Amazon. Uh, it's it's not really a book that you read. It's a book that you do. It's a journal. It's a workbook. Mm-hmm. You yep. follow the instructions, answer the questions, and you'll become a better person and you'll have great dreams because you're looking forward to the next day where you can wake up happy and have a happy day. Have a happy day. Listen to a podcast called right. the 222 Paranormal Podcast. <laughs> But yeah, if you guys do this, let us know how it works yeah, out because I'm interesting seriously interested in this. And if you've been doing this for years, let me know. And if you see us with one of the shows, you know, just plop on our chair and start talking to us about it. Yeah, for sure. I want to hear all about your crazy lucid dreams. <laughs> Y'all crazy nuts, you. <laughs> and Jen has been tripping on the inside. So let's play some tripping on the inside yes. from dead in five all right guys check it out talk to you next week have a great week stand by for some unbelievable shows coming up where we interviewed some unbelievable guests and we're coming to you goodbye bye guys